This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, welcome to the show. Ahead, he is the winner of the Bob Ridley Award for WHL Media Excellence. Longtime Regina Leader Post sports writer Rob Van Stone was honored this past weekend by the league. Rob will share his experience covering the WHL and his reaction winning this award. We'll have an update from the World Under-17 Challenge of 24 WHL players at the event. Hey, Dylan Gunther is staying with the NHL's Arizona Coyotes. More on that announcement from the team this week. WHL alum Riley Sotchak, WHL Canada West Graduate of the Month with Mount Royal. We'll have more on that. And defenseman Lucas Dragasevic, the WHL Player of the Week. He'll join us to wrap up the show. Well, good evening, Rob. Uh, congratulations again coming from myself, uh, Bob Ridley, on being the recipient of this year's uh, Bob Ridley Media Excellence Awards. You're a class guy. You do a great job. And uh, certainly the Western Hockey League supports your efforts. So congratulations again. Have yourself a great night. Enjoy the evening. I spoke with Rob and asked him about his reaction when he heard the news. I, I was rarely speechless it was really an interesting phenomenon i uh i had it just kind of blindsided me in a good way it's like what what me you know i i, I guess it occurred to me at that point how really old i am but <laughs> but uh no it was uh it was uh i mean i think it's all the things that people say very humbled very honored and and i realize that sounds cliche-ish or trite but it was just uh i, I really still have difficulty putting myself in that context, if that makes any sense whatsoever. You know, and, and you've been at it since 1986, and when we touched base last week, you said something like, your phone has never blown up that way before, so you you probably heard from a lot of colleagues that day. Oh, it just went absolutely nuts. And uh, I was in a, I was talking to the journalism school at the, at the University of Regina when, when, the, when they made the announcement, <laughs> and so I had my phone on silent or whatever, and so I get out of there and I look, uh, I've got, I'd, I'd been off my phone for an hour and I had 20 text messages. And so the first thing you're thinking is what horrible thing has happened True. in the world here. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. And uh, like eek, like, uh, and uh, I mean, young people get 20 text messages every three minutes, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm 58. So that was the first thing. It's like, Oh my goodness, what's happened. And then the, the real challenge became uh, um, Facebook. Um, I put something on Facebook, uh, shameless self-promotion but just i kind of took a screenshot of the the uh release and i put it on my facebook account and it took me three days to reply to everybody i wanted to thank everybody individually as opposed to just as opposed to just going like 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 hmm. and uh the problem was facebook put a limit on put, i didn't know this until then but they put a limit on the number of times you can comment in a certain period of time hmm. so i used up my quota on thursday and friday so it took me till saturday so I could thank everybody simply because of the limitations Facebook puts on commenting. Wow. I never that, knew that before. That, and that's probably a good thing in the long run, but in, in days like that, you know, you, you kind of want your, your opportunity to, to comment away, I'm sure. Um, yeah, it was yeah. really nice. It was, it was, it was just a, an overwhelming thing, and it still is. Rob, uh, you've covered so many different eras of uh, Regina Pats hockey there here. Just think of like different ownerships and the different players and the characters that have come through. I'm sure it's been a very rewarding experience here for you. I think it's the thing I've enjoyed the most in 35 years of the Leader Post. I think it's 
this might sound immodest, but I think it's the thing I've done the best. And I'm not saying I've done it exceptionally, but I think I've done it better than other things I've done at the paper. Uh, um, you know, I, I covered hockey as a, as a beat under the master, Greg Drennan, when I started. And Greg was with the paper till 2000. So the first 14 years of my career, I was working side by side with, uh, I think, the greatest to ever do it. That was a tutorial. That was a clinic. That was a master class that I was so pleased to basically take every day but i was really proud of the way and still am that i covered junior hockey when it was my my beat for the first time uh starting in the fall of 88 and going right through till early 1997 uh by then i'd been named the columnist and that became the focus and something so as a columnist i'm still writing a lot about the pats but not day-to-day regarding pats or western hockey league and then the last uh, year year and a half i've taken it on as a beat again and i'm reminded of why I loved it so much the first time. You know, and, and in that column, uh, you know, the countless observations and uh, nice people who deserve a plug. I was a longtime reader when I was in Saskatchewan, so uh, you, you've covered it so well, and, and sports uh, in Regina overall. Uh, but when you look back over, you know, let's go to 1988 to 2022, uh, what, what do you think the biggest change is in your time covering, let's say, a team or, or a player? Let's go back to the era of players and managers and the late 80s to what we have now. What's the big change for you, do you think? It's, I don't think it's so much with hockey, but I think with covering sports in general, it's been the access. Um, and a lot of teams have their own platforms now. You know, for example, after a game, I'll interview a coach or a player, the team will be recording the the session, and uh, it'll be on their their website. So it's like you're you're feeding other properties as well. Uh, but it's it's been a lot less so on the hockey beat than than in other in other areas. And I, the access that uh, is given by the Western Hockey League, and I think hockey in general is is far above what 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 you'll what you'll find in a lot of other a lot of other sports. Certainly. We, try covering the National Hockey League and go then go to junior hockey. It's different. The Canadian Football League, I think, by and large, has adopted an NFL model. Um, but the access isn't... It's it's different in that um, after a game, I used to just go marching right into the dressing room and go go sit in the coach's office. Sometimes I'd sit there for an hour after the game talking to the coach. Yeah. And, uh, and, and just generally just shooting the breeze about life in a lot of cases. Uh, that has that has changed to a to a significant degree across the sporting spectrum, and it's it's changed a bit in, in hockey. But uh, it's just uh, it's 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 it's. Uh, I remember once I did an interview with a player, he got thrown out of the game, and I wanted to make sure I got him before um, before he left the arena. And I thought, okay, he's going to get dressed right after the game, and then just leave. So uh, I went into the dressing room after the during the during the second period and interviewed him in the dressing room. <laughs> That wouldn't happen again. No, no. The the winners of these awards, and there's been two now in the league, uh, they're they're well respected, but they also approach their job with some humor and uh, just being an overall good person, and that goes a long way. And and you know your writing style over the years has been maybe a little self deprecating. You know you've always sort of uh, recognized people, have gone out of your way to recognize people. And one other thing the WHL put in the news release was just the positivity uh, of covering you know, local sports and, and the WHL. Where, do, where does that come from, Rob? Is that your personality? Um, some would say no. If you ask the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, I'm sure they'd be <laughs> 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 If you ask my wife, I'm sure, I'm sure there'd be some disagreement. Um, 
I think covering junior hockey is a bit of a different uh, situation than covering professional sports. Now, some of the players are glorified pros. I mean, I remember there were there were years, especially earlier in my career, where I think some players were earning more in hockey card revenues than I earned in uh, in in income. So there are aspects of professionalism or professional athletes. And, uh, there are aspects of someone being a professional athlete within the realm of junior hockey, but those are the exceptions. By and large, you're writing about teenagers, you're writing about kids, and I've always been, I've always been very hesitant to criticize a junior hockey player. Um, coaches, GMs, I think they're fair game. They're salaried employees, and they're they're paid quite well. But um, as far as the players, I, you know, for example, the other night. Uh, the Regina Pats had uh, two giveaways in their own zone that led to goals. I didn't really feel the need to identify the player who gave the puck away. It's it's a regular season game in in early November. I just don't. I'm not sure it's that crucial a, a piece of information. I know if it was a if it was game five of a cha- of the championship series and it happens in the third period, by all means, yes. But I think I've always been pretty charitable or forgiving or what have you toward the toward the players because they're. I remember when I was 17, 41 years ago, and uh, I just I, the things that they have on their shoulders are, are things that I cannot relate to. Uh, and and I like to uh, I like to write about people. I like to tell a, a, a people story. I like to uh, if there's a fun element to it, I, I like to go to town with that. And uh, and I think that the, again it goes back to the access. You get the opportunity covering junior hockey to spend some time with with the athletes and, and get to know them more than you would if you were covering something that's of a higher tier. And, uh, and I think because of that, you can build some trust and build a rapport. And, and I think tell, tell a story that's, it can be told in, in a positive manner. If there's negative things to write about, I, I won't shy away from them. But my, my overall experience covering junior hockey dating back to 1988 has been so positive. I think it would be dishonest to reflect it in any other fashion. Always great to catch up with you. I, I wish it was more. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you. Thank you so much, John. Take care. From the drop of the puck to the Edge and Out Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. 19-year-old Dylan Gunther has made the Arizona Coyotes. This after helping Edmonton win the Ed Shinout Cup this past season. He was looking to crack Arizona past the nine-game mark for his entry-level contract. Coyotes head coach Andre Turney had the announcement inside the dressing room with the help of Dylan's parents. In our long journey, there's a lot of great days, and I think it's, uh, it's one of those great days. I will... Uh, let the Gunter family talk to their son right now. Good morning, Dylan. We just wanted to say that we love you and we're proud of you and everything that you've accomplished so far. Congratulations, buddy. You made the NHL. <laughs> and, uh, congratulations to Guns. Congrats, buddy. We have an update now from the Under-17 World Challenge in Langley and Delta. The WHL well represented on three Canadian teams at the event in a seven-team round-robin format. The medals will be awarded this weekend with the gold and bronze medal games ahead. Entering games on Thursday, Spokane Chiefs forward and former first overall WHL top prospects pick Berkeley Catton was among the tournament leaders with nine points for Canada Reds so far. Brandon Weekings forward Roger McQueen leads Team 
Team Canada White with five points in four games, while Edmonton's Gavin Hodnett has also been a standout on Team Canada White. Between the pipes, Team Canada Red goaltender Chase Wutsky, a prospect of the Red Deer Rebels, was sitting third in save percentage among goaltenders at 9.25. Good luck this weekend in the playoff round. You're listening to the WHL This Week, Radio Edition. The Canada West WHL Graduate of the Month to start the season is former Tri-City American and Edmonton Oil King Riley Sawchuk. 19 points in nine games for the Mount Royal Cougars based out of Calgary in Canada West. He spoke this week with the WHL's Chris Wall. You know, obviously it was nice and it's it's great to see our team having success as we've, we've uh, uh, done pretty good here so far. And I, I think just part of my success this year is the the chemistry built with your Emco last year and leading into this year and uh, building off that with a, a former teammate, Connor Bouchard, having chemistry from Tri-City. And I see that as something that, that is helping us along the way and helping me in my personal success and the team success. His time in the WHL, something Sotchuk looks back fondly of. You know, for me, spending three years in Tri-City, I... I gained a lot of connections, personal relationships. And uh, one big thing for me from Tri-City was the Billet family I lived with, Dustin and Carrie. They were unbelievable. They were like a mom and dad to me. And so for that, that's that's probably one of them. And then other than that, I think it's just the connections and relationships I've made that uh, will last a lifetime. Sachuk taking advantage of his WHL scholarship program. It's huge. It's it's very beneficial. I, I just think in the long term, there's a lot of people my age or around my age that have full degrees right now, but maybe paying student loans for many years, whereas with the WHL scholarship, it helps. And you may be going to school later, but you might not have any student loans or student debt to pay after, which I find really beneficial. Congratulations to Riley Sachuk. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. A Tri-City Americans defenseman Lucas Dragasevic is the WHL Player of the Week after having a great week on the road with the Americans doing their Eastern road swing. And he joins us from uh, Kennewick, Washington with the team now back after that swing. Lucas, hey, congratulations, first of all. How did you take the news when you were told? Uh, thank you so much. and I'm, uh, I'm excited to be on here, so... Yeah, it was exciting. I uh, I got told. I found out. A couple of guys texted me on the team. I didn't even know we were driving back from Winnipeg, so I just checked my phone and I saw it. And I was pretty excited. So it was a pretty cool thing to get recognized for, though. I'm glad you brought up uh, driving home from Winnipeg. There aren't too many further destinations in the WHL. You finished your road trip in Winnipeg going through the, the East Division. What was that trip like home here for everybody? Yeah, it was it was a, it was a tough trip home. It took us a few days. We uh, we got home safely, which is the best part, and I think we all had a fun time uh, during the road trip. Well, let's talk about that road trip. This is really your first taste of it. You know, with all the conference play being shut down the last couple of years, uh, you finally get a chance to get out on the road. You know, you're just 17, so this is really your first taste of the Western League. What did you think of everything? Yeah, it was awesome to be able to uh, go to the Eastern uh, Division and play some teams there that I've, I've never seen before, so... The rinks were awesome because it was something new and it wasn't 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 like I was there all the time. So it was great. It was it was a really cool experience for sure, and it was something I'm excited to do in, in the next couple of years. 
you had seven points in four games to be named the player of the week, which is uh, fantastic for you. We'll talk about more about that in a second. But on that road trip, was there a place that stood out or a rank or a moment uh, for you and the team? Um, definitely the the game in Brandon. I think we battled back, and that that uh, that was a huge win for us. And I think um, we definitely uh, we we battled as a team, and we came back and got the win. So those two points were huge for us. You were named uh, first star uh, in that game as well, so that was a, a job well done. The production for you on the road swing. You've always been sort of an offensive guy. Uh, in fact, you used to play forward, so there, well, more on that in a sec, but obviously it, it came together pretty well for you here. Was the power play clicking? Yeah, power play's been really good. Power play's been really hot lately, so you just got to keep that going, and I think that's definitely helping us get some, get some wins, and if that keeps going, then we're going to have some, some more success in the future. Lucas, as we speak, you're leading all WHL defensemen in scoring. 21 points to start the season, which is a, a great accomplishment. Did you anticipate this kind of start to your season? Um, no, I didn't. I did not. I, uh, I was hoping. Uh, I was hoping for some success, but this is this is a lot right now, and I, I just can't thank my teammates enough because they've done so much, and they've they've definitely helped me get to this uh, point total, which is great. So I just I just want to get some more wins right now, and then. And then uh, with wins will come personal success, and that's a, that's a good thing. Let's talk about the fact that you were actually a forward growing up, and then you, I, I think you transitioned to a defenseman like in your WHL draft year, if I'm not mistaken. Let's go back to how that exactly all took place. Yeah, in my first year at Bantam, we had a lot of injuries on the back end, and my coach put me back there for, for a game. And I, uh, ever since then, I've been, I've been stuck as a D-man, which is great because I think overall it's a definitely a good thing and I've uh and I'm really I'm really happy I transitioned because it's definitely helped my game a lot and I'm uh and, and I'm really happy because I think I think my game is uh is definitely better as a demon right now for sure and of course you know you can add some offense you know being a former forward here so when the time came back to be like okay now you, you got to choose what you want to do uh was that a was that a tough decision yeah it was a hard decision because I was I was obviously forward my whole life so it was hard to just just switch, especially uh, especially in my draft year where where uh, like I had I had to like choose my position, which was which was hard. But but I uh, I stuck as a D man, and uh, yeah, I definitely do not regret it at all. Speaking of draft years, it's another one, right? It's uh, it's your NHL draft year, and uh, just out recently, you've been named a, a B rated skater by NHL Central Scouting. What did you think of that ranking? Yeah. I obviously think about it, but it's not something that I keep in my mind all the time. I just uh, I just want to go out and play, just play my best game every game, and get better every day with the team. So that's all I, that's all I'm really focusing on right now. It's in the back of my mind, but try and uh, try and keep it away because it's just it just causes a lot of distractions. So just uh, just trying to get better with the team and get two points with the team every time that we play. So so that's really all I focus about. But it's obviously in the back of my mind. I try and uh, try and uh, like blind it out so so I can uh, just focus on the team. Lucas, now that you've done uh, that that major road trip, uh, you're going to play a lot of games at home here in Kennewick in your home rank. That has to be exciting for you guys to try to continue to try and climb the standings in the in the conference. Yeah, for sure. It's awesome playing at home, especially when we have long home stand at home. It's, it's awesome. I think the fans are going to be excited for us to be back home, which is good. I'm really excited to play in front of our fans again. You guys do something in Tri-City that I don't think any other team does, and it's when you win a home game, you do sort of a, a group photo on the ice here. How did that come to be, and what do you guys think of that? 
Uh, I'm not too sure how it came to be. It was something that uh, that the team was doing before I got here. So, so uh, I guess you just carried it along. But it's definitely awesome because it's like it's like we're coming together as a team after we win, and it's like a team. It was, it was like a team thing that we won. So it's just it's something really cool, and I think everyone on the team really enjoys doing it. All right. Well, hey, uh, great, great week for you. Great road trip. Uh, you know, you only get the couple of wins you mentioned. You get the overtime point in there as well. But uh, congratulations on your Player of the Week award and continued success. Yes, thank you so much. Hey, that's the show. Big thanks to our guests and a special thanks to Chris Wall at the WHL office for his help. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening.